The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Now, we've been talking about foreign flights on the programme in recent days and reference has been made to the failure of some of the major international airlines out of Britain to actually complete or to give all the flights that they had booked people with. So the likes of EasyJet and British Airways and TUI have often been in situations where they've had to cancel flights, leaving an awful lot of people stranded as how to get out of Britain or to get back into Britain. What about out of Ireland? What about for Airlines like Ryanair, particularly with Ryanair staff in Spain, Portugal and Italy threatening strike action starting from next week. We're joined by Dara Brady, who is the marketing executive at Ryanair. Good evening to you, Dara. Hiya, Matt. How are you doing? Are you going to be able to guarantee flights for people out of Ireland to those countries if you have those strikes? Yeah, well, I think we're very confident that uh, any of the passengers that's due to travel with us over the coming weeks in the summer months isn't going to be facing into um, the major disruption that's been reported in uh, in many of the media outlets this week. Um, we're very lucky that we have, you know, reached agreement with over 90% of our uh, people, and a lot of the noise that we're hearing is coming from very small, tiny unions that are not representative of our people. Um, and therefore, we're not expecting to see uh, disruption. And if there is any, it will be very minimal to, to our flight services. Yeah, but the Irish Times is reporting that even if it's a small amount of your overall staff, it's still 2,000 staff. Could that not cause enormous disruption to your services? Well, for example, uh, Matt, when you look at Portugal, less than 2% of our staff are represented by the union that's claiming they're going on strike. It's single-digit people, less than 10 people that work for us in Portugal are members of the union uh, that is claiming there's going to be mass disruption next week. We've also seen recently uh, in strike activity in Italy of where there was reported in the media there was going to be mass chaos, where we had zero cancellation and none of our people were supportive of the action um, that was being driven by the union. So, you know, we would expect that to continue. We've worked very closely with our people throughout the pandemic and as we're coming through the pandemic. Uh, and again, as I said, we're seeing a lot of noise from tiny unions that aren't necessarily representative of our people. And therefore, you know, we're, we're very confident that we will see very little disruption and we want to give confidence to any passengers that's travelling with us over, over the coming weeks in the summer that, you know, that we will ex- fully expect to be operating our flight schedules. Your boss, Michael O'Leary, has been talking this week about price increases of between 7 and 9% this summer by comparison with pre-pandemic levels. Why is that, given that you were hedged, weren't you, against the increase in the price of aviation oil? So if that's not actually an issue for you, why would you be putting your prices up? Well, it's simply down to demand, Matt. We've been flagging for quite a while that if you want to get the best fares, you need to book early with us. We've seen very strong rebound in demand throughout the summer period in particular michael reference peak summer period pricing um and again we would encourage all passengers as we've said many times on your program here that if you want to get the best fares book early there's many many passengers traveling throughout the summer with us we expect to be probably carrying in the region of 16 million passengers plus in peak summer and many of those are traveling on very low fares but if you want to book very last minute you are going to pay a premium for that because the demand is so high but we will still see very strong value for customers uh, throughout the back end of this summer and into into the likes of September and stuff. So, you know, the message is clear. Book early if you want to, if you want to get the best prices. 
Dar, are you happy in Ryanair at the way Dublin Airport has now dealt with the crisis of its own making in relation to getting people through its terminals? Again, I think, you know, the first weekend uh, that they had the massive disruptions, there's been significant improvements be since that weekend. I think for customers that's worried about travelling through it, I think the experience has improved. What's more worrying for us with the DAA is that they're now living in fantasy land that, you know, they're expecting to get a price increase on their passenger charges of 88% um, starting from, from the new year. And, you know, clearly the government... Uh, Ryanair and the airport uh, have been working very hard to stimulate traffic recovery, but that can only be done if we're competitive against other EU markets, if we have low access costs, but somehow the DAA uh, think that 88% price increases is the, is the way to stimulate traffic. And, you know, that's a bigger risk to customers' uh, travel next summer is, you know, there'll be less capacity in the market if, if we become uncompetitive versus other European markets. So, um, we'd be very concerned that uh, that the DAA uh, aren't focusing on you know the right things, which is making sure that travel is smooth through the airport this summer, and and stop looking for you know price increases that will kill uh, the tourism here. Many people though complain that there is an overemphasis on Dublin Airport in this country. That the DAA should be getting airlines to fly more through other airports in the country, but they say that the airlines want to stick to Dublin. Why do you? Why don't you use Cork and Shannon in particular for more flights rather than routing everything through Dublin? Well, for example, Matt, since uh, versus pre-pandemic, we have 44% more weekly frequencies uh, out of Cork than we would have had pre-pandemic. If I look at the likes of Shannon, we have about 20% more weekly frequencies than what we had pre-pandemic. Ryanair has been growing at all airports um, across the island here uh, post the pandemic. We're leading the recovery in terms of tourism and you know we will continue to do that if the airports remain competitive in their pricing okay but you have more than you used to have before but could you not instead of insisting that people always fly out of dublin could you not move those flights more of those flights to cork and to shannon well we're always taking opportunities when they present themselves you must remember that dublin is the catchment for a large proportion of the population as i said we've gone up to three based aircraft down in cork we have two based aircraft in shannon and we've been growing significantly there. Sorry, as against, as against how many based in Dublin? If you have two in Shannon, three in Cork, how many do you have in Dublin? We have 33 based in Dublin. 33 so aircraft based in Dublin. The, the population of the country doesn't actually necessitate 33 in Dublin, three in Cork and two in Shannon, does it? It does. It's where the demand is. And it's not just, uh, it's not just isolated to Cork and Shannon. We also uh, operate flights um, out of Kerry, out of Knock. And we have a very um, broad programme of activity. Of course, Dublin is, is the capital and the biggest populated uh, catchment, and therefore it takes more of the flights, as is, as is you know, the same in many other markets of where uh, capital cities and, and uh, the bigger airports have more of the share of traffic. Actually, going back to the airport, a lot of people are also complaining. You talk about the 88% increase which has been demanded of airlines uh, to operate out of Dublin Airport. What do you make of things like the car parking prices to customers? Because there are people complaining that uh, leaving your car for a week at Dublin Airport might cost you more than the actual flight itself. Yeah, well, look, we we can't comment on the pricing of uh, of a third party's product, but you know we would always advocate for keeping prices as low as possible. It will stimulate tourism. If you know our advice to the likes of the DAA is to be competitive on pricing in all aspects of the product that they offer. 
if they do that, they will encourage passengers and, and airlines to respond. And, and that will be good for them. It will be good for tourism and it will be good for the country. One final thing I want to ask you about, Dara Brady, and this report was in the Independent website from London today about how a Ryanair employee on a flight from Spain to Manchester last Wednesday actually went on something of a rant about the company over the intercom for all of the passengers to listen to, in which he said, if you want to file a complaint, please go to Reiner.com. They don't listen to their staff. They probably care about you more because you give them money. Instead, we're costing them money. So give that a go. See how it goes. After four years, I literally, I haven't got high expectations for them, you know. What does that say about your employee relations, that... A member of your staff would actually say that on the intercom for all of your passengers on a flight. I think, look, Matt, we've uh, almost 18,000 staff in the business here. You know, clearly that staff member was having a bad day. I don't think it's representative of how our staff feel. As I said, our overall growth is 115% versus pre-pandemic. We're the biggest growing airline post the pandemic, and we couldn't do that if we hadn't the support of our people. Clearly not ideal that a cabin crew member would take to the tannoy on the flight to, to voice his frustrations of whatever bad day he was having. But, you know, it's clearly not representative of many of the great people uh, that are working for us uh, throughout our network here. Thank you very much, Dara Brady, Marketing Director of Ryanair, for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.